0: Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there and welcome. As expected, as anticipated, as predicted by those who can add one to a larger number. This is episode number 259 of the Material Podcast, and I am Andy Anotko.
1: And I'm Florence Ion.
0: Uh, How are you hanging (laughs) in?
1: (laughs) That's exactly, I mean, that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling uh, uh, (laughs) particularly exacerbated by my carpal tunnel, which has just been... It's so much aching these last two days. And I think it's because, and I have only Android 11 beta to blame, (laughs) really, because it would not be hurting this much if I didn't have so much to type. But alas, (laughs) alas, Google has graced us with the official beta, and so I must suffer so that... (laughs)
0: That that was an excellent uh, theatrical uh, clasping of the back of your hat, back you. of your hand thank to your you. forehead. Thank I you. felt lots of sympathy for you, as yeah. if I did not before.
1: By the way, I do that in real life. Like that's a thing I've done, you know, ever since I was a kid. I should probably thank Bugs Bunny for that one, because I think that's probably where I learned it. That's where I learned a lot of like gesticulation. You know, just Looney Tunes.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I I whenever I lay down like some Bible verse. I keep forgetting that people think that because one of my most po- one of my favorite expressions is "mankind is born into trouble just as surely mm-hmm. as the sparks fly upward." Like, oh wow, oh, I didn't know Andy was so religious, and he remembers his, remember his scripture. I said, "Well, no, that's something that Schroeder said to Charlie Brown <laughs> <laughs> as after as, when they're playing baseball, and he kept, walked off the mound and told Charlie Brown that, well, mm. this is you're having a bad time pitching today.' But yeah."
1: I secretly hope that my kid is that kid on the playground, but we'll see how that works. <laughs> we'll see how she, we'll see how she gets uh yeah, she's uh
0: Well, my Anyway, my my particular book of Job this week is the <laughs> the user manual to my fossil series 4 Android Wear a smartwatch, which I'm, you're
1: putting back into the box uh, because you want to send the watch back.
0: No, I'm I'm, I'm definitely keeping it because I needed I, I needed need a, a an Android Wear hard, Android, mm-hmm. Android Wear hardware in my library one way or another, and st- it's still a, it was still a good buy at like 120 bucks. Sure, but I it's when it's working I really like it. It's just that I'm having even after about a month I'm having a hard time predicting how much battery life I'm going to get out of it.
1: That's awful. That is absolutely... I mean, this this Samsung watch is going on day three of not being charged. Yeah. It's just been like... Granted, this has also just been sitting here. I haven't been wearing it, so it's not like... Um, I don't have the heart rate monitor constantly pinging, which has probably helped a little bit, but still, just... It's just very...
0: Yeah.
1: It's just very disappointing. I'm very disappointed in Wear OS, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I see that. The thing is, like I have. So this is probably it's reminded me that it has been a month. So I have had like the consumer out of the box experience. So now I think that I'm allowed to start digging into settings and doing what I want to do, what I think will help the battery life. But it was important to spend the first month like people who were just expect the damn thing to work. And so I just I was doing some I took it off the charger. my, My sleep schedule is all wacky and. So sometimes when there's, like, a big pile of, like, boxes or something that you've been meaning to, like, uh, to to cut down, to put into recycling, you don't question why the brain says, well, we're wide awake, it's 1 a.m., and actually I'm very well motivated to, like, clean that pile of stuff that's been Oh, this is me when
1: I'm procrastinating. It's like, oh, that's right, I have a pile of boxes over there, I don't want to do this right now.
0: (laughs) Oh my God, I should,
1: <laughs> let, let me,
0: well, I'm sorry, just to, just to finish what I was saying before I, before I distracted myself by chasing after a bumblebee, but yeah, so I put on, so I put on my watch, like it had been on the charger. I took it off and put it on like at around 11 at night and got like the low. So I'm doing housework for like three or four hours. And I don't, I didn't have a stopwatch on it, but sometime during the middle of this, I get buzzed and I got the, Oh, well, I'm now switching to low power mode. And I'm like, but I didn't, do any I didn't I haven't been taking any uh maybe it's because I've been active and it was it was like constantly doing doing the heart rate but it's like uh, but that's
1: bad because what if you were doing something or what if you were out hiking and you still needed you know that watch functionality which I know I really depend on my watch when I'm out hiking not only just for the time and the weather but also a couple other little features that it does uh it's just I'm I have to ask you Andy, is it worth it to have this in your library if it's something that is not um immediately on your mind to put on. That's you know what I mean? It's like I have I have things in my library. I have I have clothes in my closet, not all of them I'm wearing all the time, but I know that eventually I will come back to, the, you know, that certain particular piece at some time. And it feels to me like this fossil series four is not you know that vintage bag that's at the back of the closet. It's just <laughs> it's more kind of just a, eh, I'll just throw it in the pile over there, which
0: well, okay, 130 end-
1: bucks I mean. see
0: this it's it's not it's not aspirational to like there's there're aspirational things to an Apple Watch. Where it's like, wow, and I don't, I don't think I need the EKG feature, but wow, isn't it? Neat? Wouldn't it be neat to have that? Uh, and the, but an aspirational feature of a smartwatch is not that. Well, at the very least, I will have it in the long, in the really, really tall, lockable uh, metal two door cabinet in my office where I keep things that I don't use on any kind of a regular, and for anything that I care about, but maybe at some point I'm going to need to. Uh, ins- I'm going to need to install something that uh, I'll, I'll need to test out a piece of software that requires this. And so, yes, on the the wonderful recommendation is that, yes, on the basis that I sometimes need to see what's happening in Wear OS and see how well a certain Wear OS feature works and or if a certain app is featuring Wear OS, yes, it displaces air and exists in that closet, really, as well as any other watch. But I was hoping that it would be... I wasn't even expecting it to be as cool as an Apple Watch. I was hoping that it would be at least... As uh, the one hundred and twenty dollars fitness watch that I was considering, that has been in the back of my mind that maybe be a good idea, especially since I'm spending so much time inside to have like an, an actual activity monitor like on my watch at all times, just so I can look at data and realize that okay, well that was two, that was three days in which you didn't leave the house, or that was. You weren't you weren't really very active for two days, so we gotta make sure we get on the bike tomorrow. That sort of stuff. It's not even good enough really for that. Or at least maybe after I turn off the things that make it largely a fitness watch.
1: <laughs> See, someday uh, yeah. okay, and I apologize that I came up with this while you were talking. Uh, but this is only because it but this is primarily because it relates to me. But sometimes I just wanna right just start writing a story about how as depressives use smartwatches because <laughs> because it looks very different from the peloton buying uh you know weights carrying kind of uh smartwatch wearing person it looks very different from the demographic that's typically featured in you know the snazzy samsung and apple smartwatch commercial uh commercials like our use case is very much for I need the metrics to remind me like where I am in reality, <laughs> and I don't care how existential this is. This is who I am. <laughs> this is, <laughs> and this is honestly why I chose the Galaxy Active <laughs> because <laughs> for that exact reason I can have it on for three days, Andy, and you know be in my wretched state and this then come back yes. and and say, oh, has it been two and a half days? Well, maybe I should. Maybe I should take a shower or something. <laughs> so, anyway, that took yeah. a dark turn, but I don't care.
0: <laughs> but since, but since, since you mentioned like cutting up boxes, yes, I, I have to tell you, I acquired. This has nothing to do with Google, but I, no. I need to spread the. I need to evangelize the good news here, that there is there is a power tool, a little like handheld circular saw. Yes, you told I,
1: me you bought this a I couple of weeks ago. Okay.
0: Did I tell you on the show though?
1: Uh, you did. I don't remember if you told me on the show, but I definitely remember you telling me about it. Okay. And then I saw you tweet about it today, and I was because, like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And I had just imagined you in your room, uh, in in some room of your of where you live, just just going at it <laughs> with that saw, just kind of uh, office space style. You know, sawing away Mm. at the cardboard, and just everything that has been happening in the world that has just been weighing on your shoulders, you're taking it out on that cardboard. And I just, that's how I imagined you today, Andy. Just I.
0: It wasn't well. The thing. (laughs) Would you
1: say it was accurate?
0: It's more of a cold, (laughs) sort of calculated evil. Because okay. in Office Space, they're like throwing the printer, like and bashing it and kicking it. Whereas this is—they
1: punch it, they punch it over and over again.
0: Yeah, this is this is like the scene with the the dentist and Marathon Man. You know, mm. is it safe? And he has these little tools. He's not just beating Dustin Hoffman with it. He's anyway. Uh, but yes, but it's the Ooh. works. W R <laughs> W O R X Zip Snip Cutting Tool, and that's why I was up late last night. Because I've had, see, I, I, I've I had, like, this, this pile of, like, semi-flattened boxes on my sofa oh, for, like, two or three weeks.
1: Oh, this is not a big thing. This is a handheld thing.
0: It is a hand, like, when I say it is, it is a circular saw, but, like, the saw is, like, two inches in diameter. But it is like really a tiny like razor blade type circular saw where your fingers are completely uh, protected from the whirling blade. It's got a big battery and lots of power. So you just go right through the cardboard. And I'm just saying that this pile of box, I have my sofa back because what seemed like a impossible to deal with except for with combustion let's yeah, say yeah pile yeah. of boxes this is this is i'm i'm, I'm making I, i've 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 crossed crested the hill on the process of well my I had on my bum leg would not let me like stand and walk and do the stuff you have to do when you're like doing right. a real house cleaning so that's why like empty boxes were sort of like packed mm-hmm. piling up until and now like my legs all better but now i've got this really big stupid pile of boxes that what if what if we just like sit in like the lounge chair and watch TV instead of sitting on the sofa? And you know what? I mean, we're we're still like in lockdown, so it's not as though we can invite people over anyway. And I that's, know. and that's I how know. the box I know that's how the pile gets bigger, but this is how the pile gets smaller. So I just wanted to tell the works WX018L one eight one L or just the Works zip snip cutting tool, thirty seven fifty nine on Amazon, but worth every damn penny.
1: Wow, hey, that sounds like an interesting Father's Day gift. I might have to think about that. Uh, just that's the thing. I have to, I have to buy him a Father's Day gift now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> which is nice, which is great. He's a, he's a great father, but you know, now I'm just like thinking about these things. And well, how many pairs of slippers can I buy him? Anyway, <laughs> side note: now, now the,
0: the, the the big question because this will this will determine the next several years of decisions. When you buy this gift and present it to him, is it going to be from the baby or explicitly from you?
1: uh from both me and the baby. Okay That's how that's how we do that's how we do it here in the house. Okay actually, no, it might be from her. I don't know.
0: There, there's, I, I there's, haven't there's not decided necessarily yet. a wrong answer here. I'm, no, I know, I
1: know, but I'm thinking about it because because he gave me a Christmas present, but that was before she was born, which is kind of weird because she's like she was inside me. But anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, so technically, it was so... a present
0: for both of you, even if you couldn't fit into the onesie.
1: <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but um, uh, yeah, actually, actually, that makes sense to give him a present, like as so you are you are receiving a gift over Christmas as uh, as your child's designated agent and representative Mm -hmm. just like you know going to the oscars and picking up uh picking up an award for exactly uh, for for samuel jackson who did not show up so and so then you so then you by by default become the designated agent of giving gifts from the child Mm -hmm. who is can't who can't afford a lovely rotary tool such as this
1: no not yet not yet, uh, and I keep threatening her. Just wait until you have to do your own laundry. <laughs> <sighs> That'll be the day. Anyway, uh, enough about me. Have you got? Is there anything else going on before we go on and talk somewhat exhaustively about the Android 11 beta?
0: <laughs> nope. I I think we should talk about the Android 11 beta, but not. Yeah, before you're we, ready we to talk about money. it. Okay. I I feel. Hang on. Breathe, breathe, breathe in red, out blue. Okay, I think my my uh, I did hear a beep in my earpiece. My chakras are aligned. Mm. I think I'm now ready emotionally okay. and spiritually okay. to talk about the Android 11 bait. I hope Great. you are too. We will not te- we will not speak about it until we're both emotionally ready.
1: Do you have a website? I do. Does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms, or contact us pages? If you answered yes to these questions, then you need Pingdom. Nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail. That means a bad experience for your users and could mean lost business for you. But the good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when cart checkout forms and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business. Pingdom will let you know the moment any of these fail in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted and who is alerted depending on the outage severity. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible. And if disaster strikes you will be the first to know. It's super easy to get started. Go to Pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. When you sign up, use our code MATERIAL at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: Okay. Well, we probably should have anticipated this. Uh, last week's news regarding Android mm. 11 was that exactly they in the absence of Google I/O, uh, Google had already pre-announced that. Okay, instead of having like usually we would have announced this in May at I/O, instead we're going to have this big YouTube extravaganza, a live uh, live show. Talking all about Android 11, and then uh, because of uh, Black Lives Matter, they thought that having a big flashy celebration was not uh, appropriate. I think which, is, which was the right uh, right move. Uh, and my <laughs> we we mentioned that last week, and I I, I feel guilty for us. Oh, that probably means that we'll see an Android 11 drop. <laughs> <laughs> this, this to week, be very, okay very to be
1: incredibly fair and transparent i was not thinking about the beta last week i was thinking about the black lives so yes that, exactly
0: we 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 all had things that were distracting us plus that were that excuse me that merited our more of our attention than yeah and a i shouldn't say distract i should say
1: share. renewed focus because this is again a renewed focus on this um in fact i would say the android 11 beta is a distraction from the real stuff, TM, that is going on.
0: Of course, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but drop it did uh, yesterday. This is why we we're recording a day late, just so we had a chance to both of us install it on our phones and get a little stick time in on it. Uh, and so it's available for everybody if you got a Pixel two or end up. Uh, so yes, this means that the Pixel One is definitely a Norwegian blue. It has rung down the curtain and joined the choir invisible. I hope you like Android 10 and any updates that will come through the Play Store for it, because that is all we are getting. Last year, you remember, we had a really pleasant surprise. We weren't necessarily promised Android 10, but dog on it, we got. We were on the we were a, uh, a an approved piece of hardware to test the beta. And they mm. kept that going all the way through to the shipping date. So thank you for the extra 10, but we're not going to get 11. Uh, and uh, if you don't have a Pixel phone, uh, also stinks to be you for now, but they will be <laughs> extending the beta in the coming months to run on other phones uh, as well. Uh, if you want to install it, and you may uh, – you probably don't want to because this is – installing a beta piece of software – on a phone. It's inviting
1: bugs into your house. It's like leaving yeah. the door open on a hot summer night. And of course mosquitoes are going to fill up. Like you, you left the door open to a bunch of lights. So you get what you pay for. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs>
0: interesting. Like, like if you're into this, uh, if this is a good reason too if you... If you upgraded from a Pixel 2 to a Pixel Pixel 4, this is an excellent reason to dig out the Pixel 2, charge it up and use that as a beta, a beta platform. Um I haven't run into any bugs over the past day, but that was only pushing buttons over the past day. Uh, I but- actually
1: I actually have not like not like anything wild but just seeing some interface shadowing like just when uh elements kind of hit each other and it looks like one is layered on top of the uh. other like very obvious like oh this is a beta that's right <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you um so if you want to walk on the wild side uh, go to google.com slash android slash beta uh, it's very, very – and, of course, we'll have this link in the show notes. Very, very easy to sign up. Uh, you just – if you're signed into your Google account when you hit that URL, it will just show you a drop-down list kind of like from the how it works in the Play Store of any phones that you have that are eligible to receive it. Uh, you click a button and you click a few boxes that say, dude, I'm just saying, we – this is – I mean, we got a lot on our minds. We're trying to make this as good as possible, but it's still just a beta. So maybe if this is your lifeline to the outside world, you don't want to do this. After you click through that, uh, then simply it'll just appear as a software update on your device, just like any other software update when you're now in the beta channel. So easy peasy. It's, I think it requires like about a gig and a half. I don't know if you actually need to have a gig and a half free to install it, but that's the size of the. <laughs> I'll file. tell you,
1: you don't because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: there's a lot of technologies that Google has been promoting to make updates a lot less painful than they used to be. Uh, some of these are actually new technologies in Android 11, so hopefully we see that payoff. Uh, but yeah, so you can go get it. Um, like I said, just so I, I've had it for since like last night. I don't think I, I didn't rush out to get it first thing. Um, but uh, so what 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 did you think about it?
1: Well, right now I actually um went into the developer options to turn on that media that little media console that shows up in the notification shade. Um so my phone is literally rebooting right now. <laughs> I actually um side note tried to switch over to the OnePlus 8 yesterday so that I could have this phone be specifically for the developer version and but I'm having some like issues with my SIM card. So that annoyed me. Uh <laughs> but beyond that, I Yes, I know I'm in the beta program. Beyond that, um, the thing that I've had the most time with and I th- think that will be the most obvious is the notification the new revamped notifications. Yeah. Now I'm having a hard time that. completely wrapping my head around it just because the way that it's explained is a little um it's a little fragmented. Because the thing is, we do have revamp notifications, but where I think the way to explain it to everyone is that where you're gonna see it applied the most is with regards to messaging. So like you'll still see notifications from your IFTTT, your Nest cameras, your Wise cameras, like those are going to come into notification shade. Um, But what you'll be able to do to kind of make your experience a little more curated is you'll be able to long press on those messages and select whether or not to make them priority notifications or silent notifications. And that's kind of the two major profiles. There's one, there's an alerting notification profile, but that's just like default.
0: But that, that was, that was immediately the thing that made me think that, oh, I wish I had this two or three over the weekend because uh, my, Mm. uh, one of my nieces, the baby of the family, the youngest niece. Graduated high school, and so there's. So my sister, like my sister, oh, poor
1: thing, she graduated in twenty. Oh, that I'm sorry, niece Well, it's
0: it sets her expectations for the rest of life.
1: Oh, handy! I don't don't mean I don't mean that. I don't mean that as dark
0: as I'm. I'm (laughs) saying that you're going to uh, uh my graduation. Was like artificial. It was like a whole day party with all the family, and hey, hey, and oh, aren't you proud? Oh, and the 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 world is open up to you like an expanding vista of opportunity. And actually, let me no, it was it was still the Reagan era, so so we had our things to deal with as well. But but it did mean that like if if it had been like okay, there is a pre apocalyptic situation out there. And even before the pre-apocalyptic situation, uh, and all kinds of different, all kinds of different uh, uh, problems that have been left unattended for generations that are now coming to a head. Even before that, you were going to. It was the, the economy is going to be very, very tough for you. Like, but let, we're going to. We're training this 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 wonderful young smart woman to say, "I'm going to find the joy in this situation that is relevant to me." And armed with that, I will be well girded against everything that life can throw against us.
1: Wow!
0: Um, But but, 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 uh, more to the (laughs) the point, so (laughs) uh, so which is wonderful. So it's wonderful. Get so uh, uh, her mom and dad like sent to the big like all like all family like Uh even the cousins like message group. Oh, here's the pictures of like the graduation like two or three. And as a result, and it happened like while I was napping. And usually, so, so I, my phone goes bling, then like I don't, I may not if depending on what I'm doing, I may not necessarily rush to see what a notification right, was. Right, right. And then there's another bling, 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 like, bling. Uh, and that was the okay. Either someone has died, or oh, no, I know. Or, no, I, I, or th- the same or thing. It's perhaps no, it's I'm awful. the person who is about to die, and they're saying, are "We just <laughs> are you watching CNN? There is some sort of missile that's targeted towards your neighborhood, Andy. Hope you're getting this. Hope you're safe." And I got got them uh, got the original message. Sent my oh congratulations! Isn't that wonderful? She's so beautiful. And then, but then for the next like two or three hours, it was I, I had to put my phone completely into Do Not Disturb mode because I, I would love to scroll and read all these well wishes and all these conversations, but I would like to not have to hear that. Blank. With the with the Android eleven notifications, I could mute this con. I could basically Do Not Disturb this conversation mm-hmm. and say that every I want to hear from every everything and anything else. But it's not, it's not even like the 30 people in this conversation. It's not even attached just to these people. It's specifically to this conversation. And it also works across all messaging apps, or at least all messaging apps that support it. So it's so-
1: All messaging apps that support it, yep. indeed. That's the other, Well, but sorry, but, yeah.
0: So, but the, the, the overall win of all of this is not only this fine granularity, but the idea that you have a section in notifications that should, in an ideal world, collect it'd be everything that is like direct messaging on any platform that you're actually using it with um and i that could that is uh, it it's kind of summarizes my overall reaction to Android 11 so far where there's nothing that seems revolutionary but there's a lot of well after observing how we how we originally implemented this feature and how people are using this feature, we have made some adjustments, and now the the idea of uh, of having, I mean, there there are actual like page, they are there are actual like breaks in the notifications list when you scroll now. So you have these like section of conversations, section of uh, alerting notifications, mm-hmm. a set of uh, silent notifications. Uh, so all these are like actually like in separate little boxes as you scroll down. So it really, it really calls your attention to the difference between different reasons for different apps, letting you know why okay. they want to annoy but you. What is the size
1: them. of the screen that you're using this on?
0: Oh, uh, handheld. You
1: said you did this on a, on the pixel four, right? Do you have yeah. the pixel four or the XL?
0: The, the four.
1: Okay. Um, because I like, will say that all those notifications coming through on the Pixel 3, it just feels so crammed and jammed mm-hmm. up in the notification shade. Um, and it it's a little jarring, I think, because I'm just also very used to just kind of scrolling and scrolling until I get to what I want. So perhaps it's just an adjustment in, in usage and I just kind of have to get used to it before I can really you know, feel like it's something that's intuitive. Um, But it's definitely, it's definitely different. And by the way, I just got those media controls and it's, I mean, it takes up like, I'm showing Andy, I'm holding up my phone to the camera, but it just takes up like a real portion of um, the quick settings uh, notification shade. And um, I don't know, it's, it's a very, it feels cluttered, but I understand why it's like that. I understand the me- you know the methodology, like yeah. what it's supposed to um, encourage and in- inspire from the user. But when I look at it, it just feels like kind of an old version of Android before they had all this material design stuff figured out. When it kind of felt like Android was just like clumps of UI boxes, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Not and I. Again, maybe it's just that I've only been with this thing less than twenty-four hours, mind you, like yeah. so much less than twenty-four hours, and I was asleep for <laughs> six of those hours. Um, and you're and you're so. taking care
0: of this of an or of an adorable child. Oh gosh, that, you
1: just so. need so much attention now. Oh, anyway, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was like, everybody's like, closed. but Don't that's but about it, your it, child. But anyway,
0: <clears throat> it is, but it, it is an interesting, uh, interesting development that there's always there's always been the question of uh you def- we definitely would like to have media controls at a place where we can access them really quickly without having to surface the media player app because sometimes you just need to stop this thing or you just need to skip a track or whatever and so but the question becomes okay it's technically not a notification but maybe we should put it in the notifications list to have like an act- actionable con- set of control buttons. And now they're thinking is, well, maybe because the quick settings is for like global things that be- things that affect the global operation of this device, like the screen brightness, is Wi-Fi on or off? Are you getting notifications or are you not? Given that a pl- a piece of media that's playing is going to be like a dominant thing that affects everything that you, your, your entire interaction with the thing, maybe belongs in there. It's so we're, uh, the one of the reasons why they have public betas, of course, is mm. to sort of test fly these things with real users uh, and see how they react to it. So, as with, I mean, everything <laughs> that you might hear from us talking about Android 11 today about the very first version of the beta anything you might see on youtube anything you might read people writing about this this is all subject to monumental change down the line we're still until october maybe until they actually release maybe. exactly we the, the that whole the, the there's the question about whether they stick to a traditional release schedule that's kind of tied to a new phone or whether they delay it simply because or they delay it because they really do need more time. Because I bet you, by the are- way,
1: that we are delayed. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say that we are delayed because of COVID. Because this, I think, would have been on schedule had it not been for the pandemic. Um, I feel like this would have been launched the week of Google I.O. when it was originally supposed to be held. The mm-hmm. way that it has the last couple of years. I have a feeling that what happened, this is just my own conjecture, is that they had to reallocate some of the developer resources to like other kind of covid facing projects and and also just figure out this like everybody gets to work from home remotely kind of thing um so you're right andy it could be a little bit later for the actual final release of android it's i don't want to like stick to any timeline this year i don't i don't want to be impatient for anything like i usually am because at this point i'm like okay we're taking it slow uh and also i think that's what makes it great to be an android user is that we do get to try out this stuff before it's live and kind of voice our concerns and google asks us okay well what do you think is this like good or is this like not good (laughs) yeah you
0: know it does seem like there's a difference between how google and apple handle public betas
1: i was just thinking that yeah you know. i mean
0: apple is more like oh we've decided on we're give, we're giving you a few months say. to get used to this change that we have decided is in your best interests whereas google is like okay we just thought this was a good idea and the, uh, all of us uh, inside the campus are like <laughs> gaga i mean we we're we're like all about this but then when people say yes but the play button is now a sheep The fast forward button is now a dog who's looking at the sheep. We are not into this at all. I'm making this up, of course, but.
1: Yes, but related to that is Bubbles. I think Bubbles is the best example of that um, in terms of like maybe this sounded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm already hating on Bubbles and like no (laughs) app uses them except Facebook. In my understanding from talking to um, just from talking to folks is that. The API that Facebook is using uh, in Android 11 is the Bubbles API. It is not the Chat Heads API that Facebook came yeah. up with on its own in 2015. Um, and, but just
0: to just to yes. make sure people know what we're talking about, this is a, a new, user, new interface for conversations where uh, you can sort of park... Uh, a little circle with the person you're chatting with's avatar on the side of the screen and move it up, move it around wherever you want. So if you, if you, if Park you, you is have really
1: generous way of putting it, but sure. go But on. <laughs> Okay. But the, the, the idea
0: being that if there's an on, if you're having like an ongoing conversation, meaning that like, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm out in the garage, like trying to figure out what I did with all these boxes and right. trying to get it, try, trying to get it so that we can get a car or maybe even two cars in the garage and my partner is going to be elsewhere in the house and you know we're having an ongoing conversation about things you know, right you, so that you don't necessarily want to have the chat app front fr- front forward everywhere but you do want to be able to dip in and out there like as soon as you want i i like this this, this is one of the things i love uh, that i've always liked about android the ability for one app to draw on the screen uh, without necessarily having to have complete focus uh, like I really, I, yes. I, I like the idea of, because sometimes it's actually, th- that could be chaos if it were left uh, unchecked, but sometimes it's very appropriate. It,
1: it is, And it is chaotic. It's chaotic to have a really heated conversation with somebody through SMS and then to also be answering email on another screen or be engaged in a Twitter conversation on another screen. And I think that's just because that's how busy, like. Our lives have become our online lives have become where we are constantly multitasking and the way you explain it makes it sound a little more a little more friendly. I think where my um, where my nervousness about it comes in my trepidation about it comes in is I keep thinking to samsung uis i keep thinking to these other uis that have like implemented these pop-up features and how they've become kind of a nuisance because they constantly live on screen but i think since it is a message it's you know you just flick it away when you're not dealing with it and then when it comes back into the fold you can tap into it send over your heated you know answer (laughs) and then tap away until the next shot is fired so to speak um
0: (laughs) But you, you did you did bring up something uh, something interesting earlier that uh, about how uh, Google was obviously planning on on taking the wraps off of this back in May, so mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that all their plans for I/O were continuing to go forward until the actual decision to pull the plug was made. So it's not as though everyone stopped in March. Because oh, we may not be doing Google I/O, so for mm-hmm. for God's sakes, stop working on Android eleven and stop working on the presentation we're going to g- give. Because uh, that's that's often this is the keynote where um, it's a developer conference, yes, of course, but that hour long keynote is kind of like uh, Google's public state of the union address. Yeah, where the things it's not just news that people need to know, but it's always interesting on in how Google chooses to present. A piece of information and so whatever they were going to be doing for what probably would have been 20 minutes to a half hour or maybe closer to 20 minutes on that stage that script got thrown away that script that they wrote for the big public the big public stream event last week was thrown away and the only uh, ex- surviving relic of Here's what they. Here's what Google thought. Here wanted to message. I'm using that as the verb, even though it's a horrible word. It's a horrible mangling of a perfectly good noun. However, it's marketing people who mangled it, so it's kind of appropriate for them to have done that. But here, so let's quickly just. Here is at least the things that Google through the official Google blog post about the Android 11 beta. Here is what they wanted you to know about it. So this is official messaging. Uh, They have uh, three. Uh, uh, three major headlines, or major subgroups here. The first one is focusing on people to make... Com- focusing on... No, uh, actually, no. Here's the correct re- read for it. <clears throat> focusing on people to make communication easier. And this is where we get the... Uh, conversation section in the, uh, the the way that notifications have been changed around all these new features for conversations like the bubbles uh, uh and uh groups of uh, the grouping of uh, different kinds of notifications the next one is new ways to control your connected devices and media and that's where they talk about moving the playback control deck uh, even though you do like, like i did i was hunting around for that like for an hour or two because that's been like a hot rumor for uh, that, the, that developer options. the developer right you have to go into <laughs> developer options to to enable it so it was odd that that was like what they wanted wanted to do um i is, like, agree yeah <laughs> Um, But this is uh, the this is where we'll we'll talk about this after we go through the this rundown. But this is also where they talk about the new function of long pressing the power button or the slash Mm -hmm. sleep wake key that opens up a new panel of controls. Uh, But the next section is more privacy improvements. Uh, And this is where they talk about (laughs) it's every single piece of messaging that I think that Google does about anything that they do has to be. Uh, targeted towards convincing people that they're not an evil corporation that is trying to compromise all of your security this is this is a fallacy this is a, a, a debasing fraud that uh, that is uh, Google is accused of. They only want to de- to uh, devalue and uh, invade your privacy on behalf of Google. Let's make that clear. They don't want any other company to be able to steal the same information that Google is stealing from you and I'm I'm here to defend Google against those baseless accusations that they're willing to help Facebook steal your personal data. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely uh, baseless. They're in two completely different parts of the Bay Area. Exactly. Moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then there's like the Gilligan's Island and the rest and many more features. And there are a few things there, too. But so they really so for now, at least they want you to know about, uh, again, how they're grouping alerts and chats which I think is a is a really is probably very very smart. It is the first thing you notice, and it made me notice how much time I spend interacting with notifications, and any attempt to streamline that and make it work better. Uh, and I do think it works better in the betas uh, again, based on exactly one day's worth of playing time. I think that that's a that's a good thing. Uh, now, and the other, th- and probably. Uh, Focusing on the long press of the power button—that's probably because it's probably the only really new interface that to introduce people to. Uh I like it. I, I think the and may we, we'll as well talk about it here. I I think it's really really slick. You now you hold down uh, as what you're used to is that you hold down the, the the power button and that brings up the turn the power turn the phone off restart the phone restart the device. Uh, there's also, uh, lately, there's the put the phone into emergency mode, meaning that lock down the phone, don't uh, turn off all authentication for mm-hmm. biometrics and stuff like that. Um, in a recent update, they added that uh, they would also uh, it would also reveal Google Pay. So whatever your chosen method mm-hmm. of payment will be like default right there. So that will automatically activate it. Yeah,
1: I have my debit card front and center on mine.
0: Right. Blunk. And then
1: Blink. I have... Flow controls for Flaric Abode on the bottom.
0: <laughs> yes, um, and, and underneath that is like a deck of buttons for like most of the home automation. They uh, they they refer to it as connected devices, which is kind of vague. It's basically the stuff that you might turn on and off and control via Google Home uh, is now a set of buttons that will be underneath there, and it is being controlled through Google Home. So it's not as though. Uh, a Samsung smart device has to specifically create something to target yeah, this thing. Yeah, it will. Being... You can
1: long press on it, and it'll take you to the Google Home app. Yeah. So, which is, I guess, a lot more helpful than before when I had to like scroll through and look for the app. Um, but I'm a little. I, let's see. I can, I can edit the controls, and I can choose where to drag and rearrange the different controls. But I can't choose which devices and which rooms show up in this. It like chooses it for me. So right now by default it has all lights, the lights here in this office that I'm in and the lights in my husband's office upstairs. But where are the living room lights? Where are the family room lights? Like I have other rooms, you know, um and also it doesn't show all of the security cameras that we have. It doesn't even show the doorbell camera, which I would argue is the most important security camera in the entire house cuz that's yeah. what I'm always checking in on. So I'm not entirely sure where it gets all of this information. It's you know it is just beta, so it's probably like let's go to it real quick and then you know figure out if people like this. Um, I do like it. I like the ease of access of all these like very quick things that I want to get to. Uh, but yeah.
0: there's there's a um, there's a phrase that um, I. Uh, as usual, when I'm in this sort of situation of trying something new, I'll spend the last thing I will do is read what other people have written about it. Um, so, just like a, an hour or two before the show, I read, uh, I, I read what The Verge had to say about it. Dieter Bone was to, had to done the write up there uh, to see like what other people thought and to see things that they caught that I didn't catch. And it, I, it's sometimes interesting to. Try to figure out who got like the one on one briefings from Google, because the phrase uh, describing this 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 new action of holding down the power button, uh, the, the, the phrase uh, it's uh, Google describes it as, quote, like your keys and your wallet, unquote. And that phrase has been popping up in a lot of places like word for word so which is actually quite accurate it's the uh, if in if you're trying. once again this is why uh, corporate messaging needs to be identified as such but it's always a valuable piece of information in the sense that here is what they are thinking and they spend a lot of time trying to figure out what phrase they were going to use in this case that does makes it it, it does feel like uh, there 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 are times where I want to activate my phone because I want to use the services that are buried deep inside there under layers mm-hmm. of apps and features there are times where when I just want to turn off the lights in the living room and or there yeah. are times where I just want to like pause the I just want to find out what song is playing because I don't recognize it and the idea of I'm I take my phone out of my pocket as I'm taking the phone out of my pocket, I'm holding my thumb down on the power button and the exact button or the exact piece of information I want is right there waiting for me. That's a very attractive feature.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: We'll have to see if that actually pays off both in the actual release and then how well third party apps and services support it. That's that's that's, the real kicker. Yeah, that's the
1: real kicker is the third party is third parties. Um, I think that's why I was kind of hating on bubbles earlier because i because i'm dubious that it's going to be adopted but again yep. this is beta 1 I, honestly guys i've been in quarantine for so long that i just <laughs> you know I just want it all, I guess. I just I want something to just take me out of this <laughs> darkness. I don't know what else to say. This you you a, have worn
0: down a, the insides of your heels on all of your best shoes, clicking them together, saying, There's no place like home. I There's agree. No place like home. Yeah,
1: that's absolutely spot on. It if is- I were writing my like review of the beta one, which again it's a beta, so I don't really think it deserves to be reviewed in that sense. Um, I would probably start off with like this is a very dark time. <laughs> and and because it it's so dark. <laughs>
0: it
1: is. And because it's a dark time, like also looking at all of this interface stuff, um, you notice things a lot more than I think you would if you were normally very distracted by you know maybe not distracted, but normally swept up by the day to day. So um it'll be interesting to see how this is received amongst the masses. Uh, considering the time that we're in and also considering that this is not this is not a hearty big changeover this is as right. everybody keeps saying it's little increments it's little fixes here and there it's some new UI elements but nothing like completely out of the ordinary requiring a learning curve so
0: yeah <sighs> and this is this is this is actually always an exciting time for the development of anything true because when you get to the it's uh, and I uh, I've lived in this new quote, new place, unquote, for like the start of my fourth year. And Mm. when I make, and of course, like a lot of people, um, this is, well, if I'm going to, if A, I'm going to be spending most of my time inside for the next few months and B, these are a few months in which I can't invite people over. I may as well attack like large scale, like home improvements and changes. And uh, and it's it's really, really cool when you move to a new place, especially if the new place is a place you like a lot better than your old place, which is true mm-hmm. for me. But the other cool thing is like after three years, when you suddenly – it suddenly hits you that, oh, that's where I should install new storage in the kitchen and – you know what it is a, it, I've never really I never really had a, a, an idea of what to do how to break up this one huge ballroom like space this was again the, the, this play, this this building was the it's it was not originally designed as apartments it was like there's a my half of my space is a ballroom and so now oh now I know how to how to divide this up I can if I just build like a little wall here that doesn't even go all the way to the ceiling and then I was also thinking oh and here's how I can I I like where I put the office, but here's how I want to set. Okay. I'm I'm talking about the sort of things that will only occur to you after you've been using something for years. And you can see just, just like the old saying that you don't, you don't pave the pathways like on on a college campus. The last last thing you do is you just put like grass everywhere. Then a year later, you find out where the pathways have been worn down, and that's mm-hmm. where you lay the asphalt. So that's this is this is where we're at with Android 11. That
1: oh, that's a really good metaphor, yeah. Andy. I it's, like that.
0: Yeah, exa- exactly. There there are very few things that are brand new, but it's like oh, now I know where to put the audio playback controls. That should be over like there that. and not over there. Yeah. So that's that's why I I think I reacted um, overall so well to this. Again, still a beta more features to come and changes to come uh, but i'm pretty pretty happy with it i'm i'm also I'm also happy to see um i i think that theft is a great idea <laughs> i th- i think that if if another company has solved a problem really really well there shouldn't be anything stopping you from saying that's a great idea i think we'll steal that and so like one of the, and so as of i've still spent a lot of my time in ios one of the things that i always sort of like miss from ios is when you're playing something the the ability that uh, apple has like a little dingus that says oh i you're 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 playing this through the Bluetooth speakers, but uh, your Bluetooth headphones, but do you now want to airplay it to this speaker instead? Do you now want to instead play it through the headphone jack, and you can just do that on the fly and now, as part of that revamp, like a little uh media control interface in the in uh, the uh, systems in the quick settings, now there's also an Apple style button that mm-hmm. will pop up and show just show you a list of all the ways that this media can be played through different stuff, and let's you switch that stuff on the fly. Um, and because we do, we are, uh, we are journalists as we're using this, these things we're screenshotting all over the place. Yep. And I was so happy to see that, oh, look, instead of just like saving this to the camera roll, eh. it's now taken that screenshot and miniaturized it into the corner with a couple of like quick actions. And if I tap on it, I can just like, just like that feature, I really like in iOS. And I, and I mentioned that, but it turns out that, I, that they didn't steal this from iOS after all, did they?
1: No, they didn't. Oh, this is something that cor- has been available. You, you very kindly corrected me. <laughs> well, I didn't and yeah, I didn't mean to. But it's no, just no, no, because no, no. I've been,
0: I I love uh, I don't like be I like I don't like being wrong, but I like it when people correct me so I'm not wrong like longer than the well, distance of one tweet.
1: The only reason I I am kind of a stickler for this is because and and I'm kind of noticing that this comes just because of my own like well, I use Android, but I get um, there's that constant narrative of like iOS versus Android, which I know is what people want to know because that helps inform people's buying decisions about these things and what they're going to use. Um, But when it comes to this particular little element, I want to give credit to the other manufacturers that kind of came up with this idea before Google started implementing it. I think even before Apple started implementing it, uh, if I recall... Uh, LG was one of the first UIs that had this little pop-up thing, uh, that would happen when you would take a, a screenshot. Um, I believe a couple Chinese OEMs, uh, copy this or use this mechanism as well. And so when I saw that in this beta, it reminded me immediately of what I've already been doing with the V60. Thank you. Cause that has that same, uh, it seems screenshot mechanism for what it's worth. I'm not using it. I much prefer to use this little app that I have that puts a screenshot button in the notification in the quick settings, I tap it and then I can just basically draw a little box around what I want to crop. And that's how I like, that's how I share it. I don't yeah. even have to save the image to my storage to share it, which I also like for that reason. Cause you know, the phone gets cluttered up with all these sorts of memes and things um, but I'm glad that they built it in because they also built in, I think, screen recording. They're talking about that coming yeah. in as a native part of the Android OS, which is great.
0: Hopefully they did. They did. W- that was part of definitely the developer build last year. Yes. I think we also made it into the beta. But it wasn't present at the the actual like gold release. So
1: yes, yes, exactly. I know a lot of people mentioning it like we'll eventually be able to do this, but I kind of feel like we shouldn't mention it until it becomes Right. Until it's a matter of fact. Um, and the reason the media playback controls are getting mentioned is because it is something that you can tick on in developer options, knowing that once you do that, you are opening the door to more bugs, not just mosquitoes, but also, (laughs) you know. Crane flies and whatever and else a, comes in. And it's also definitely
0: something that the the regular humans uh, at the when this is released are going to be using time and time and time again. So I'm sure Google wants this people play people that's hammering on it as soon as possible. Because we we have signed up for the suffering. We 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 have that's we our have, jobs. Yeah, exactly. We are we, <laughs> we this is this is the really, really, really horribly stiletto heels with a pointed toe that are definitely going to kill our feet but we want to be fashionable and the first ones to use something so we will we are willing to kill our feet using <sighs> this thing whereas what other you, people are going to be looking for the new balance was it the 990s like i don't i want them to be comfortable <laughs> <laughs> i want to stand walk and run in these Andy, and if I you're just,
1: you're just describing motherhood for me right now which is just like <laughs> sending me into a it's it's sending me into a spiral of it I just keep thinking how i I definitely used to be the person that would just wear shoes for aesthetics, uh, and now I'm like, what's the most comfortable shoe that I can wear while also <laughs> carrying a baby? <sighs> uh. Anyway, um, final. Do we have any final thoughts
0: uh, for nope. now? I, I think that you know I'm I'm pretty happy with what I've seen so far. I, I think just like you, um, when we both went to the uh, Google the Pixel Four launch event. And they're not, Apple. You you borrow phones for a certain amount of, right. of months. Uh, Google, you just keep them. Uh, ethic. So, ethically speaking, like I make sure that I don't put my own SIM card in the thing after like the testing period is over and I've written about it. That's just my choice. So I'm glad that now I have an excuse to like use the Google use the Pixel four day to day to day to day. I still have I still have my Pixel one with the SIM card in it, but now I can. Uh, I can justify like using the Pixel Four day after day after day because that is the official beta device, uh, and I'm looking forward to using it over the next several months because uh, I'm I have to say that uh, after the first couple of hours I'm not it's I'm not I wasn't giddy with excitement and joy over it. I, however, did remind myself that I in the back of my mind it's been that maybe this year I'll consider switching back to iOS on the phone depending on like what google does with the pixel 5 that it might be a good might be Mm -hmm. a good time to maybe buy like the iphone se Mm -hmm. something that i can use for and really enjoy for two years to see while google gets fine looks for it and hopefully finds the car keys when it comes to like hardware design there there seems to have been a little bit of uh uh mtv the real world sort of uh or real housewives sort of uh, drama internally over the development of phones. And maybe I was thinking that maybe this would be all this walk away for a couple of years, come back, see how they, how they're doing. I get to, I, I will miss the, all the, the white wine throwing and all the, I had my launch party for my new Rose and she didn't come. So I'm not going to come to the launch party for her new bag line. And like, I, you know what? Don't 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 make oh don't God, compromise really, the battery life of my phone really because you're still upset about. that she wore this dress before you had a chance to wear this dress. Just give me the phone with good battery.
1: That really life. is that really is what they argue about.
0: Um. <laughs> well, of course, um, the country and the world is focused yep. on something way more important than a beta release of even my of beautiful
1: Romanians. Thank God oh, the go. Romanians have you know. You know it's a big deal if the Romanians are showing up. The Romanians quarantined when we were quarantined, <laughs> and now the Romanians are showing up for Black Lives Matter. So yeah. thank God, thank God.
0: Yep, uh, <laughs> but there, a couple of a couple of interesting things this week. I um, I was kind of I don't know why I was surprised, but I think it was only like two days after uh, the the mayor, the mayor of DC. Uh, decided to say, you know what, let's take 16th Street Northwest, the street that leads right up to the White House, and Mm. let's paint Black Lives Matter in letters that span the entire width of the street. And we're going to do it in the sort and not just yellow paint, but the yellow paint that we use for like traffic stuff so that it is intended, designed to not wear off and not come off. And also, uh, the name of the street was renamed, or that that end of the street was renamed Black Lives Matter Plaza, uh, and Google Maps reflected that change. I didn't. I wish I had thought to like check it immediately. I think that the I think the name change uh, that the city uh, created happened Friday. And the I first noticed the change in Google Maps like a day and a half later, so that if you go to Google Maps, you will see that's now renamed, or excuse me, still, you still see 16th Street Northwest, but it's also uh, labeled as Black Lives Matter Plaza. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you do a Google Maps search for Black Lives Matter Plaza uh, in DC, it will send you right there. Um, the thing that, uh, that is interesting is that they, they haven't updated the satellite map yet the satellite view yet so you don't see it painted in the street and i know that i'm i i really would love to know inside google uh what they're i'm sure that it is some kind of priority for them not even as a pr move but just as people who are on that team think oh wouldn't it be cool if we just got that updated as quickly as possible and what what birds do we have access to that's going to that. Is going to be on that path, and who do we have say. to pay to do it? Um, I saw a uh, later on as I was trying to figure out like who was doing this. Uh, someone on Reddit had a screenshot of the Apple Maps app that seemed to have new imagery that had the the, the paint on it. However, when I used at least <laughs> the web version of Apple Maps, it wasn't there. Okay, and so it, it gave it gave me well, it gave me it gave me a lot of questions that I um. I know that it's. Po- I certainly. It's been a while since I had to write about about uh, about uh, uh, private reconnaissance, uh, commercial reconnaissance satellites, um, and I know that it is possible if you are desperate to have a part of the globe imaged ASAP. There are people you can pay. You, you can find someone mm-hmm. who has control of a satellite that is kind mm-hmm. of on that path, mm-hmm. and unless, but unless their course it was scheduled to be over that area anyway, you can pay lots of money to have it diverted. Uh, I it would. Uh, I, I wish that my information, my knowledge, were not like three or four years out of date. It would. A A if Apple Maps really has been updated, and again I couldn't get it to work on the on the uh, on the on the web version of it, I, and I have to assume they both use the same data set. Um, I'm wondering if they just painted the map themselves and painted those tiles so that it, re- it would reflect uh, 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 it would re- reflect how it should look. Uh, they just sort of like you know did a Photoshop job, or whether they would redirect a satellite to get the new imagery. I think I think that in terms of Google since that I can't see it on Google Maps either on the phone version of the map or the uh, or the web version, I think that this is going to be an indication of how quickly Google can update a map on demand or update, excuse me, uh the satellite imagery of a map on demand because a there're going to be people internally that are like would be very, very well self motivated to make sure that this appears on. They're very, very proud of their product, and it would uh, they're going to be very well self motivated to make sure that it's updated, and and also it's kind of a quiet way, it's a quiet way of lending support, mm. you know. And mm. so I'm just I'm just keen to to find out how how far would a company go to make sure that they now have updated satellite imagery. Also, it's like
1: when Target CEO was like. Yeah, go ahead. Do whatever. I don't care. We'll rebuild. <laughs> to yep. Which I was like, yeah, you have all the money. I buy diapers <laughs> from you like two boxes a week. So <laughs> <laughs> my baby goes to the bathroom a lot. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I will say I will say I've always liked the utility of Google Maps. I mean, I remember at the Women's March, the Google Maps had vital information embedded into the map that I fortunately had offline because I had absolutely no yeah. cell service <laughs> during the event. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: let's yeah, see, that, that's, I, I cut and pasted something from last week into this section. Um, last week, we, we, we ran out of time because we had uh, obviously so much to talk about last week mm-hmm. uh, that uh, there was a major uh, – one of the regular uh, Pixel 4 uh, feature drops where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they add – Major features to the phone uh, for the for the Pixel phone, and some of these eventually uh, filter into other Pixels and then into Android in general. Uh, but and so we're we're still not going to be able to spend a half hour talking about the feature drop. But there's there was one feature they added a, a feature to uh, the uh, personal safety app on the Pixel Four that now seems a lot more relevant. Um, for one thing, the with the June feature drop, the personal safety app is now available on all Pixel devices. Uh, they're also bringing car crash detection to the Pixel Three. Blah blah blah. But here's a, there's a new feature called Safety Check, where you if you feel as though you're heading into a sketchy situation, you can uh, go into the personal safety app and basically say check back with me at uh, at in two hours or at this mm. time. And if for whatever reason you are unable to check back into the, the, the app will say, hi, I, I don't know what the interface is. I don't I didn't, uh, don't have it running, but it essentially asks, you know, are you OK or ask for you to check in. And if you don't respond to the app, it will then contact people that you have listed as your contacts to say that, OK, this person did not check in. Here's where they were the last time they were there. And whereas last week or the week before, this would have seemed like okay. Well, that's that's a very very good because sometimes you have to get you have to go to a certain place alone and you don't know if you're going to be safe, or you have to meet with someone who is you don't completely trust. Whatever, any time where you think that your safety might be in doubt. Now I'm in addition to all that stuff, I'm thinking that if I were going to uh, like a BLM protest. I would definitely have Safety Check working uh, at some – so if I plan to be home at 6 p.m. or 6 p.m., I would have uh, the the Safety Check app check in with me at 8 p.m. So that if I've been hurt or if I've been arrested or somehow separated with my phone, my friends can know that, okay, he might be under – he might have been arrested for taking pictures. He might have been injured, Uh, you you know, might be – Uh, I won't, I'm I'm trying to keep this um, last week was very, very serious. I'm trying to be a little bit more up deep, but all the things that can happen to you at at a large protest that it's, it's amazing how much your perception changes that now it is simply part of your regular toolkit that I've, I've never had to like, uh, serve a warrant on somebody That has already had like, you know, (laughs) if I were a sheriff or something, this would be part of my daily, my my daily awareness. Now things have changed so that you have to, not that you're going to use this all the time, but I know that this is features there and I know that I would use it if I had to, or excuse me, if, if I had the opportunity to.
1: I would encourage anyone who is curious about it to go to the Play Store, type in personal safety, um, and you you can see from there if it's installed or not. Um, I tried to figure out where the actual settings were because it's not an app that you can just tap on and open. Um, and I think it's supposed to be embedded somewhere in there, but I cannot find it right now for some strange reason. But I do remember going in and, and, and editing it Um, and I'm doing all that with a Pixel Three, by the way.
0: Yep, I haven't installed my Pixel One, but yeah.
1: Everybody, yeah, I I think the see that stuff's helpful. That's that's what I I had to back in my day. I had to set up ifttt recipes that would basically text my husband if I was out past a certain time and my battery was below a certain level, like because I used to commute to the city and back, and so I wanted to make sure if you know. If my phone wasn't, if I hadn't charged my phone before it got super low that it had to send him an alert, that meant that, you know, I was not paying attention and at any time he would message me like, is everything okay if I forgot to charge my phone? And I'd be like, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm just, yeah. battery is dead or whatever. Um, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, I love not to, you might've heard on the news about there's a donut shop that uh, used to have a discount for law enforcement and the an active military, uh, and they decided to remove that discount. Uh, actually, in some parts of the, some parts of the country, it's actually illegal to offer discounts to the police, so uh, it should not be. Con- but there are people who are applauding them for having done this, and there are people who are really, really, really irrationally upset about it. And I'm sort of on the, I'm sort of in the line where a I've been there. They they have awesome donuts. Unfortunately, they're a, they're hard, they're a little bit hard for me to get to. And B, the line is even when they don't have the sort of publicity, it, I'm not joking. It's usually like 45 minutes waiting in line to get donuts there because they are really, really good donuts. And so I was thinking that uh, half jokingly, half seriously, that you know, God, you know, damn it, what, what? How can I call myself like a supporter of causes unless I buy myself a dozen don- wonderful donuts of like 900 calories apiece? Damn it! I I will stand and be counted, ha ha ho But also, but actually, also that after finding out that yes, they are getting like they're, they're, they have, they have actually sent some of their employees home saying that we've gotten some threats that we don't really like so we don't want our staff we don't want to endanger uh, our my staff God. so it's basically the owners that are running the place now it's like well like, now it's now I'm like actually I think now I was joking but I really should and like give them an extra like 20 or thirty dollars and say please here's your tip and give it to the staff and whatever but part but it's and but the the serious part of this was that uh, part of me was thinking that and if I go I definitely want to have my recorder with me. So that if something horrible happens, there will be a record of what happened or that I will be able to document stuff or that if, you know, someone decides to drive a car into this place,
1: which by the way has happened in the last week, everyone, sorry to bring like realness to this, but it's happening, Um, whether or not you're reading about it. Uh,
0: it just, it just, and, and, and we don't mean to bring everybody down, but I'm sure this is on everybody's minds. And it really does call attention to the role that these $250 to $1,200 devices have in our lives, that um, the the ability for everybody to have a device in their pocket that takes really excellent high-definition video in all kinds of lighting, uh, lighting environments and share that almost immediately has played such a role in... Yeah. Uh, people who have never faced these uh, police uh, never faced police violence directly people who have never mm-hmm. faced racism bigotry mm-hmm, personally mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's one thing to read about them academically and know that isn't yeah. this horrible if these things are happening and another thing to actually see it happening from the point of view of the person that it is happening to yeah it's uh and also thinking about again things like personal safety that I would have this instead of just simply accepting this as a risk that I have to take. I will accept that risk, but also mitigate that risk by using tools on this device to keep myself safe or make give myself a good chance of getting myself out of a bad situation. Uh, the I mean the the power of these devices could never have been predicted, not by me, not by people a hundred times smarter than me. Uh Not you know not why? Even,
1: because that's the way humans work. We We make We use tools and we extract new uses From them you know what I mean Like that's that's the way we That's the way our uh, Species Mm -hmm. Right That's the way our species works uh, Which is why You've seen probably so many articles About you know how to have your phone Keep you safe how to keep your data safe That sort of thing Oh boy
0: to after after we record finish recording tonight, I have to finish up the uh, uh, the docket for tomorrow's uh, NPR tech mm-hmm. thing, and I was I was looking at I, I already have like the rough like rundown. And I was like, oh my god, this is like the most post apocalyptic dystopian <laughs> sort of rundown. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> Hashtag reality. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and it's it's all like and it's all like text. It's not even like all about. And here's the hundred million dollar fund that Google is dedicating to black creators on YouTube. It's like no, it's like here's a special phone app that someone created that will automatically send every every time you take a picture, it will scrub it of all location information and personal mm-hmm. information, obscure the identity of every person uh, mm-hmm. inside the image, so that if you were to share it, it can't be used to by law enforcement or bad people people there's sometimes some overlap between those two bible well, not 100 not but there are also people who might be hey here's look here's this picture that just got posted on twitter of people with this protest and i know who that person is and i'm gonna do awful throw things to them
1: water balloons at them
0: throw water balloons at them on a hot hot day when they were when you're kind of anyway uh so but yes yeah, sp- speaking of that so uh speaking YouTube, of that yeah uh there's a uh
1: everyone's favorite video platform YouTube. So
0: <laughs> so uh susan Wojiki? Wojci- Wojci- Wojci-
1: Wojci- i heard Thank it by the much. way pronounced differently on the new york t- that new york times podcast that i suggested rabbit hole two weeks ago um kevin roos pronounces her last name differently
0: I always see every time that, uh, like before I do radio, before I do a podcast, when I look through my notes and there's a name that I don't necessarily know how to pronounce, right. the last thing I do is search through YouTube for an interview, ideally where they're being introduced as a speaker and they say, hello, my name is Susan Wojcicki. Uh, and I've, I've, I've been, uh, I was writing for this Chicago Sun-Times enough years that I know that my, my whenever I see a name like that, I, my usual habit is just like pretend that half of the vowels aren't there. So, uh, so I'm sorry, Susan. They, obviously, this, the uh, CEO of uh, of YouTube um, periodically they he, uh, she posts an update to the YouTube uh, version mm-hmm. of the Google blog. This is a time for that update, and of course, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, took up like the first half of it. Um, she, they were announcing a multi I'm quoting here a multi-year, 100 million dollar fund dedicated to amplifying and developing the voices of Black creators and artists and their stories. I'm still quoting here. And one example of the type of content we'd like to elevate on the platform will premiere this Saturday, June 13th. We'll host a live stream fundraising event produced by YouTube Originals. "Quote: Bear witness, take action." Unquote. Uh, the YouTube Original will bring together creators, artists, influential public figures, and prominent activist voices for roundtable discussions and musical performances. With donations benefiting the Equal Justice Initiative. Um, more, and uh, that's that's nice. I'm not saying that $100 million is chicken feed. I'm not saying that elevating uh, black creators is hey, not- Hey, chicken
1: feed is a delicacy in a lot of cultures, okay?
0: True. <laughs> so. True. One um, and, and In addition to saying that it's nice that they're uh, investing $100 million in that, let's also mention that perhaps they should have promoting promoting uh, non-white voices on YouTube all along- that's to, to promise How that they're gonna- Alt right
1: voices. <laughs> Sorry, but Wait. that's, I mean, I. Sorry, Andy, I'm just like sitting over here stewing cynicism. It's just like this uh, we're donating a hundred million dollars. And also check out our live concert event this weekend with our new chat features and all of our like <laughs> YouTube celebrities. I mean, that's effectively what this reeks of. Yeah, like exactly. it's it's just it's the same thing as like what Nike did and what like Fruit by the Foot did. Like we're right. standing in solidarity with Black Lives. Like, but are you yeah. because at the core of what YouTube's business is, YouTube's business is ad revenue. And the ads that um, the, the revenue that they generate uh, from those really problematic videos. I mean, look, I did just finish that New York Times podcast series, Rabbit Hole, which I know I keep talking about. But part of the reason I'm talking about it is because my best friend and I have been listening to it in tandem. And we know some people in our lives who have been, quote unquote, qanon Like, that's how we refer it. Uh, Part of it is to make kind of a joke just about the fact that, like, we have people in our lives who've effectively been radicalized. But the other part is just to kind of, like, rant a little bit because it's really frustrating that – and YouTube is not the only brand that has done this, but it's very frustrating to see – so many corporations come out like black lives matter but really at the core of our business what we're doing is harming them but as long as we give them this amount of money like this is going to make it better but that's not going to make it better it's just a pr effort at this point
0: yeah and you're you're absolutely right i it's this is this is why uh, on this show we try to make it clear the difference between corporate speak because it is it is important to even when people are saying things that are foolish, it's important that those things are made public so we know what someone thought was the right way to respond. The the sort of thing, and again, uh, investing actual money this is this is good. Money is good. Everyone likes money. This is why we call it money. Yeah. However, it's it's very easy to write a check. Um, yeah. it's very easy to uh, to uh, host a live stream fundraising event on your platform. It's very easy uh, to make your uh, to to uh, make your brand of uh, of uh, banana Greek yogurt in pink packaging to show your support for breast cancer awareness. These are very very easy things to do. The hard thing to do is to adjust your algorithm to take a look at how your algorithm is performing and seeing is it easy or is it hard for people of color to get their content noticed by a wide audience or does your algorithm say this mm-hmm. creator is a person of color mm-hmm. this user is a person of color therefore i'm sure these two people would like to mm-hmm. like to be in touch with each other mm-hmm. uh so it's again it's that the the closing uh, closing paragraph i think in this section uh also was worthy of uh, of quoting uh Quote, building on our work over the past several years, we're taking this moment to examine how our policies and products are working for everyone, but specifically for the black community and close any gaps. And more broadly, we will work to ensure black users, artists and creators can share their stories and be protected from hateful white supremacist and bullying content. Again, this is I hope that this is uh, when I when I read this optimistically I think to myself, okay, they've stuck their neck out a little bit there, in that we can see if we see that nothing has changed on the platform a year from now, the idea that we could then refer them back to mm-hmm. this and mm-hmm. try to, try mm-hmm. to. Ask them pointed questions that, well, when all when this was a big hashtag, you made this big statement. However, we haven't seen any results of this. And that is something that we would not have if she had not made this public statement. However, it is, again, a public statement that's very, very easy to make. And Google has made lots of statements about how they treat the how they uh, how well they're going to treat uh, women who work for Google about uh, the environment that they're going to be creating for their contractors and employees. Unless that is, again, it's, it's nice to hear a kid say, and I'm going to clean up my room every single Friday. Mm-hmm. And you like hearing that because it means that they at least acknowledge that this is something they should be doing. But this needs to be followed up with a clean room every Saturday morning. And I think that uh, we should need to maintain the light and the heat on YouTube and Google to make sure that that bedroom is clean.
1: Well, and I, and I also just want to add that it's very frustrating to read the, the phrase I'm committed to listening because a, this is something I've heard, oh my God, all over Instagram on every story. Uh, And like, I'm, I'm not saying I, am no saint here. I've done a lot of learning and de-learning over the last couple of years uh, to get to, you know, the, the thoughts and opinions that I have now, I shouldn't even say opinions um, because there's such thing as a. Being wrong, but regardless um, It's very frustrating To just hear from that's like the popular thing to say now It's like, I'm listening, I'm listening. And it's like, but why were you not listening before? Why were you not listening when the killer in Christchurch, you know, killed all the, murdered all those people in the name of PewDiePie, which was a big YouTube celebrity. Like where was Susan Wajiki there listening to the people who had lost family members because of like, It's very frustrating. Um, YouTube frustrates me so much because it has done so much for society, but it has also done so much harm. Uh, And I think this is the way people feel about a lot of tech. I know. I know this is something we talk a lot about, but this in particular is just, it just feels like, well, we're, you know, we're contributing to the moment. This is the moment. It's like, dudes, the moment was like 10 years ago. Like, just, just change it. You know what? You know what? Shut down the whole damn site, okay? Just <laughs> m- just make it just black it out for like a couple days. I'm sorry to the I know there's creators out there who rely on this money, but just like think about it, this is an investment in the future. Shut it down. Get a hackathon going internally at YouTube, but like whatever you need to do to get that algorithm fixed up, uh, big prize, big cash prize at the end there. Okay. I'll even help you come up with a theme for the hackathon, something cute and chintzy. Okay. And then at the end of it, turn the site back on and then it's a safe place for people what a concept. Uh, and I re- I'm oversimplifying, of course, like how much work it takes to.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to
1: do in this sort of thing. And, but- and, and
0: also <laughs> shutting, shutting down for a couple of days would also remove the voices of a lot of people. That and that's also very true.
1: Yeah. That's very true. Uh, but I'm also just ranting. And, yeah. it, you know, no, but you're, you're, <laughs> there's
0: one one of the things that. It's it's annoying how many people in the past couple of weeks want to talk about how much they're listening
1: yeah you're not listening if you're talking <laughs>
0: at this point yeah at, at this point uh I promise to listen is sort of like the thoughts and prayers of this particular problem it's after like, the seventeenth okay, time you, it's happened you, you acknowledge, yeah you i you I'm glad that you acknowledge that something contrite needs to be said, even if you're simply going to say the thing that you thought was so effective when lots of other people said it. I know this is. A, I know this is. Uh, I'm. I'm judging myself here and saying that this is kind of a cynical way of looking at it. That sometimes people want to show their support, but they don't know. They don't have the words for doing yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, it's also it's also a a phrase that I think that we should use less because every time somebody gets caught doing something incredibly racist, such as the editor in chief of Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah uh saying oh you know being challenged with yeah you know this time that uh, the party a few years ago when you dressed in brown face being a a every stereotype of a a puerto rican gentleman and of course you are whitey whitey big white white (laughs) that was a bad thing you should not have done that and you're going to you're going to have to find a new job and his apology letter of course is i promise to start listening like, okay, I mean, it doesn't, it seemed as though people were shouting in your ears for the past 10 years and you didn't listen to them. Uh, I don't know why you suddenly have come to the, uh, anyway. Yes.
1: Yeah, so thank you all for accepting my rant. I mean, this is, <laughs> I, I am the other half of this podcast, so it, it's going to happen. But let it all know that, that you, we're, we're on to, we're on to Brants. We're on to you, Brants. <laughs>
0: Well, this is, see, this is why that uh, this used to be an informal feature of the material podcast. I, with your with your approval, uh, with your co-signing on this, I propose that this now be an official uh, tradition of this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. The final act that I'm, I think that we're going to be calling the after dinner. Mint. I love it.
1: I love it. By the way, did I ever tell you when I was a kid, I ate a whole sleeve of Andy's mints that my parents had. I felt so sick afterward. Anyway.
0: But your burps were exquisite for the rest of the day, weren't they? <laughs> if you don't want the kid to eat all of the candy you see that she that she sees in front of her, do not put all the candy in front of your child.
1: And on the lower cupboard shelf in the bar, you know they had like this bar vanity, and I, of course, easily get in there, and I just
0: it was delicious. I had a Ooh, what's this bottle? Creme de menthe? Ooh, that smells like mint too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did do that once with liquor candy, but <laughs> anyway
0: <laughs> but yeah so we we, we do feel uh, uh, free to talk about very very serious subjects and sometimes we get kind of intense and uh, without without announcing it, I've always tried to say let's make sure there's the one the last thing on the dock it is something a little more a little sweeter a little a little more palatable I mean... so that we we end with that beautiful. Eviscerating, ev- eviscerating yes yes effervescence, sort of yes uh, yes i <laughs> minty, Freudian minty slip mid- with
1: like, the, you were trying to say evisceration exactly <laughs> all right uh, the after dinner mint
0: but this is but this is actually a cool cool story uh there's a library in virginia uh christianburg virginia that is now using Wing, which is uh, an Alphabet company's uh, drone delivery uh, uh, platform. They're using Wing to deliver summer reading books to students. Uh, so the library people can, uh, kids and parents can ask for books from the on the website, and they will be loaded into uh, a a Wing delivery drone. <laughs> they look like little Happy
1: Meals, by the way. Hexagonal. They do. They happy Meals. They're like a little paper
0: like box <laughs> wrapper. Uh, now uh, the. Uh, as it happened, uh, of course, the town was had been part of a pilot program, no pun intended, uh, to test drone deliveries. They, uh, <laughs> the state of Virginia had received uh, limited permission from the FAA uh, to allow testing of drone delivery. So, uh, Christenberg uh, had, since October, the ability – about 3,000, 4,000 people inside a community of about 21,000 – uh, had a, the ability to order stuff from a local Walgreens or, or order food from uh, from certain local restaurants, and uh, one of the, one of their customers uh, who works for Montgomery County Public Schools says, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if now that we're under lockdown, the kids could get books via drone?" And as it happens, these books are well within the weight limit; they're well within the size limit. It's hmm. kind of awesome and fun. So yes, let's... T- Wait, if,
1: so there are no Encyclopedia Britannica's, because I'd imagine that those are, I mean, those are very heavy. <laughs>
0: so. uh, I, I'm doing a book report on the Concise Oxford English Dictionary, the one-volume version. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, you're getting Good Night Moon, and you're going to like it. <laughs> uh, so... That's so that's, that's this is, if, if anything else, if nothing else, it'll make kids like want to like get books from the library more often.
1: Uh, I uh, want to get books from the library this way. This sounds awesome. Yeah, I love this. I love this idea. I also love uh, a little tidbit is that this particular community is not particularly affluent. So, usually, when we're talking about tech pilot programs, you're thinking, Oh, this is probably they tested it out in Palo Alto where yeah. the median household income is 1.5 million. No, 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 it, no. One, one of the
0: one of the one of the things that I think that we all need to sort of be alert for is the uh, the complaint that a lot of the high, the solutions that people who develop high technology solutions are designed to solve problems that are affecting people who engineers who work in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and make three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars a year. So this is why you have like robots that will pick up your dry cleaning. And a $4,000 exercise bicycle so that you don't have, you can exercise, do, get a live workout whenever you want. <laughs> or uh, a
1: Lexus. Don't forget, you can get yeah. a Lexus delivered directly to your door so that you can <laughs> test drive it from the comfort of your home. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway.
0: At last, the power to be your best. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah, I, I did, I was curious about this. It wasn't in, uh, this is all, this was uh, from a Washington Post article. Um, but I was curious. And so I looked up the census information mm-hmm. and they don't, uh, so I was, my, my cynical – okay, because so this is going to be like a – oh, well, uh, most of us belong we, – we do have a poor section of town. They they belong to the tennis club but not the golf club. But we're very, very open here. <laughs> uh, but it, they don't appear to be particularly uh, affluent. Uh, 7.86 percent of the population uh, is uh, living below the poverty line. That is 1. 7, 1, uh 1,700 out of 21, 22,000 people. Uh, The national average uh, at the same time that statistic was taken was 13.1%. Average household income uh, is uh, sixty thousand dollars a year, compared to fifty-seven and a half thousand as the national average. So I have, I have not been there. I was just doing some quick research mm-hmm. uh, an hour before the show. So if this, if it really is, if, if the household income is really only sixty thousand, because there are millionaires who know how to hide their profits as well as Google and Apple can, uh, <laughs> I stand corrected. Sing. But I, I was pleased. I'm pleased to see a technology that is being is being used to improve. People who uh, ideally you want elderly people for whom it is very, very difficult to get out and pick Mm -hmm. up a needed prescription can simply have those things delivered Uh, or uh, uh, kids who are now in lockdown who don't have who can't have their parents simply order books from Amazon uh, to keep up with their reading can get these things uh, in a way that they find interesting and amusing.
1: Or, I know we said there's an after dinner mint, or the kids (laughs) whose parents maybe aren't around. And this is like, so this, by the way, Christiansburg is close to Virginia Tech, so it's kind of like in the area. And I think, as we had talked about before, as we mentioned earlier, sometimes you feel like, oh, well, we're in Silicon Valley. So, of course, like, they're going to benefit from that. But I think in this particular case, it might be the highlight of a kid's week to just get a bunch of <laughs> yep. books delivered, you know, like to their house and just imagine like how else that could maybe, yeah, I just wish, Ugh, why did, why did drones have to like start out so bad? Ugh, anyway, we're not going to get into that. Sorry, guys, be, it's, this it's is gonna, a heavy episode. Cool. Like,
0: <laughs> imagine these like eight, nine and 10 year olds, people, kids who are old enough that they can remember this experience. Like they're mainly being like 85 and 90 or what? whatever elderly is, in the future. So they're being 120, 130 years old, talking to like 40-year-old kids and saying, eh. you see, the thing is, the problem with your generation is that you push a button and a book simply materializes oh, out of yes, atoms, on the in the in you, you just like get it for free. When I was a child, we had to wait 11, sometimes 20 minutes for a robotic <laughs> drone to deliver a book from our local library. And you know what somehow it developed a patience that has benefited us for all that, but you kids, you know with your replicators and your clones you, 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 uh, you don't believe in hard work is what it's all about
1: yeah, and that I think is a good place to end this week's podcast
0: <laughs> yes uh Flo, anything that anything you got on the hot, uh, on the hotline that uh, you want people to know about?
1: I've been podcasting a lot, uh, which is great because there's lots to talk about. Uh, Last week, I was in the Clockwise podcast, which is also here on the Relay FM network. This week, I'm going to be on the Engadget podcast, uh, which was exciting. We got to talk about Android 11 beta. And um, who knows? Maybe my Zodiac says I should be working on my podcast in the next two weeks. (laughs) We'll see if (laughs) we'll see if I listen to that prediction. Prediction about my life uh, until then also i just want to point everybody to flowrights.tech which is a cool new little domain that i got so empty. if you want to try it out i get i paid five dollars for it for the whole year so
0: <laughs> see i'm I'm glad you're investing in yourself you are you decided that you're worth five dollars a year
1: this is what i've been doing in quarantine uh anyway andy how about you i i heard you have a big day tomorrow you're taking a lot of
0: notes yeah i'm trying again I'm, I'm trying to think that maybe i need an after dinner mint for it, for tomorrow's npr too because a lot a lot of it is like okay now here's how if here's how to harden your phone in case you find yourself either being involved in a protest or just walking near a protest and here is this security app so the secure app and here's how to if you if you if you get hurt during a protest like oh god it's every week i have like 12 things that are kind of starred in my head and i choose four and we typically get to two or three so i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out like this is very much of the moment it's what i'm fe- what i feel like i want to talk about right now <laughs> but mm-hmm. I want to... <laughs> see this this is the problem like when i was doing stuff for uh like the cbs morning show in new york oh man how frustrating it is all they wanted me to talk about is like gadgets and the new theft what I would really love is to talk about substantive issues and now I'm like looking at this rundown and saying hi it's it's Killjoy McDowner coming up (laughs) on, on the radio telling you to prepare for the coming apocalypse by downloading this stuff and adjusting these settings on your phone But, yes, uh, go to uh, WGBHnews.org. If you don't – if you're not – have a radio in the Boston area that can receive 89.7, you can stream it at WGBHnews.org live uh, at 1130 tomorrow morning, Friday morning. Or you can stream it later on. Usually they have it up – the show up uh, later in the day and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, whatever you'd like to do. Again, we're all under a lot of stress. Some under much more stress than others. So, please, at your convenience.
1: Or don't. Yes. And at your convenience, check us out at relay.fm slash material, where you can become a member of the show. Yes. Get some member perks and, you know, support me and Andy. Yes. So that we can buy more custom domain
0: names. Yes.
1: Anyway, uh, I guess until uh, I pr- next I week. I promise <laughs> I won't I won't
0: blow it on more lame Android Wear smartwatches. I promise it'll be no either a Samsung work. or an Apple Watch or a good third-party fitness band.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. On that note, Andy.
0: On that note, that'll do it for uh, for us for this week. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to us this time. Hope you listen to us again next time. Until then, everybody, have a wonderful and safe seven days. Please.
1: Bye.